2: broadcasting live from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty Armstrong
0: and Getty And now he is Armstrong and Getty studio c c Senor. a dimly lit room deeper than the bowels of the armstrong and getty communications compound hey y'all today we're under the tutelage of our general manager i don't know i'm looking down the list here some unsettling groaning you're doing yeah nothing really excites me uh well, I would agree with that. Nothing excites me for a lot of your uh, news world, a variety of elections around the country are going on. but we're, We've never been the kind of show that
3: gets into that sort of thing. I disagree. I think the Kentucky governor's race will be a real bellwether for the... Noise words, blah, blah, blah.
0: <laughs> noise words. I'm trying to figure out... They're putting up a new statue nearby, a new Native American statue. Big finish, here we go! Which reminded me, where I live, I uh, just drove by the par- park the other day, and so when they built, or this park's been around forever, but they built a new playground. Jeez, now it's probably been quite a while, because my kids were little when they were playing there. One of your modern, super soft playgrounds with the, uh, the, the, the ground is even squishy, because the, the ground uh, invented by God is too dangerous for children and uh it's a squishy ground and a and a merry ground that you can push as hard as you want but it can't go more than really slow it's got a governor on it that's right for safety marshmallow
3: america that's what
0: i call it it's one of those playgrounds in fact it might be like the leading one in america wow it's really astounding
3: but anyway um um, well i used to remember going to the park as a kid and I mean, sometimes I would trip and fall on all the bones of children scattered around the playground.
0: Right. There, there are several things in this playground that there is no way you could have fun on them. I mean, there's no possible way that there are any fun, any wee or woohoo could occur. But they're safe. Yeah. And what I'd like, yeah, it's probably a combination of, well, traumatic brain injury, worried parents, and lawsuits. Well, if we if they fall off the, the merry go round, we'll get sued for $40 million. So screw that anyway the reason i brought it up was uh in that park when they put up the new super safe playground there was a big statue of gandhi there that they put that up at the same time and i always thought yeah, it's so typical of this place you gotta yeah. have gandhi okay right man of peace blah, blah. even more typical of the places i noticed when we drove by the other day the gandhi statue is gone They took down the gandhi statue and so i was just watching a news report seeing if they were replacing that with something but so what did Gandhi do? He went from being, like, overtly virtue signaling, like, just over the top too much at the park to show how enlightened and and nice you are Right. to that they had to take it down. Why? He's out. Something
3: to do with colonialism? That. No. No? Didn't. No. no. It. Was it something sexual? I don't think I so. I remember hearing about this, but. Why, did, why does, did somebody text us? Why did Gandhi get canceled? He's out. Wow. He was in, now he's out. <laughs> he's a counter-revolutionary. Wow. Yeah, I can't... He said something mean about... I can't remember. Isn't that wild, though? That's idiotic. How crazy is that? Yeah. It's like during the
0: French Revolution, they ran around They 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 they, they took all the clocks, smashed all the clocks out of the churches because they are going to change the way time worked and all the calendar, new calendar and all this sort of stuff. It's just very similar. It's... The Gandhi statue doesn't cut it anymore. <laughs> I mean, it was too much when you put it up in the first place. Oh, I know it. And then you take it down for similar sorts of reasons. They've changed our minds on Gandhi. <laughs> <laughs> well, now it's it's so harmful you can't even have it there. It's not like you could leave it there for a hundred years and people wonder, Gandhi, who's he? And you had got to Google it or whatever people do in the future and figure it out. Oh, yeah, because there have been statues around like that my whole life. Like, who the heck is that? Some war... A hero from some war you never even heard of, sure. But now, in a couple years later, they have to take
3: it down. Well, and I can just see the meeting where they were deciding whether uh, Gandhi has become problematic because of some of his statements about this. Well, what if we were to put a plaque there contextualizing Gandhi? I'm still not comfortable with it, you people, right? Cultists. Right, who do they think they're affecting? They it's all about them, always. Everything these people do and say is about shining the light of enlightenment upon them. It's all masturbatory. It really, really is out of line in a park. Clearly, <laughs> well, <laughs> that's
0: probably happening in that park too, with all the people sleeping in the bushes.
3: But oh yeah, you can guarantee that a bunch of meth heads out there fornicating like rabbits?
0: Huh. That is really that's one of the more interesting why? things going on. Yeah, why, Gandhi, why is Gandhi
3: canceled? Not dandy. <laughs> Gandhi. Uh... Statue removed. Uh, maybe that'll work. I'm
0: trying to. I want to guess before oh, yeah, you come up with the answer. Cool. Gandhi got canceled because didn't believe, believe didn't believe
3: in gay marriage. Uh, in in I see why it was removed in Ga- well, in uh, Ghana. Um, hang on a second. Oh, there it is. Uh, in recent years, critics have called for a reevaluation of the cultural icon, arguing that, despite his achievements, Gandhi had reprehensible character flaws. Do they list any of them? You know who else has
0: reprehensible character flaws?
3: Every human being on Earth. After the statue was uh, toppled in your communist enclave, supporters rallied to the site to condemn the act. Condemn it's- taking it down. Yes, exactly. Uh the government was given by the Indian government uh, but, uh nobody knows, so they just just blanket character flaws all right, well, the one in Ghana, Africa was removed because Gandhi allegedly uh, made statements that the Indian people are infinitely superior to black africans
0: okay nobody nobody
3: knows that well now you do shocking Gandhi. Re So So, on this episode of the Armstrong and yeah, Getty Show.
0: Gandhi doesn't make the cut. Well, you're going to run out of people you can put on statues, aren't you? going to be a very small list of people you can put on statues and parks.
3: Yeah, yeah, I would say, I would say, yes, he was known to be hot tempered and had a ta- toxic work environment. <laughs> <laughs> so, Abraham Lincoln must be taken
0: down. <laughs> oh, my God. That is really something. I'll tell you what's shocking. I'll tell you what's shocking right after we start the show officially, so the FCC doesn't send. We got fined the other day, fifty thousand dollars, FCC, because we uh, started the show too late. I haven't paid it yet. You, you pay them. You send them the check. I am um, Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Tuesday, November seventh. The year 2023,
3: we're taking up arms against a sea of troubles. We are Armstrong and getting. we approve of this program. Okay, let's begin the show officially then, according to FCC rules and regulations. Here we go at Mark. An Ants came up to me as I walk in. He said, Joey, and he grabbed my cheek. He said, Joey, baby. I said, all this time, because that's published in the newspaper.
0: I can't believe this is true, but Joe Biden told the Joey baby Amtrak story
3: again. Yes. Yes. Though it has been thoroughly, universally debunked over and over again, including in the liberal media, and used repeatedly as an example of how his mind is gone. Even if it were
0: true, the fact that it's so played, you'd think you'd... Everybody's heard this story. It's not that good a story. No, right. So, so it's only okay as a story. The Joey baby, and I found out it in the paper, had actually been more miles on antrack than something or other. Right. I don't even remember what the punchline is. But isn't that something? He's yeah. still telling that story. How many times does the Washington Post have to debunk that story before he stops
3: telling it? I think, I think that telling of the Joey Baby story is echoing in the halls of Democrat Party power. I think he's, today, Joey,
0: uh, what's the big deal? They were, I believe, he was talking to Amtrak workers, but in in Delaware. So the Amtrak workers in Delaware have had to heard that story fifty times. Oh my god, he's gonna tell the Joy Baby story again. Yeah. Oh good Lord. Oh, I think I'll god. go see if there's more salad. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Isn't that something? Yeah. He's he's lost it. Here's the thing I wanted to mention, though, that it has me bothered and should have more people bothered. And I'm 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 worried we're setting ourselves up for a serious problem. Pentagon officials disclosed yesterday that now forty-six American troops, more than double the number the Defense Department had previously ported. Have been injured in drone, mortar, and rocket attacks carried out by Iran, more or less. So they didn't tell us at all for several weeks. Then they hit us with the number last week. Or I like, why did you just tell us now? Or what's going on there? Now the number is doubled. All of a sudden, as of yesterday, wow! There have been 38 attacks on U.S. troops since October 17th. Um, and mentioned yesterday, the Wall Street Journal had an excellent excellent article about the giant drone filled with explosives that hit the barracks in, was it Iraq? Um, uh, and got stuck in the ceiling and didn't go off for some reason, but it would have killed a bunch of people. Wow. And, and I've got a, a, a long um, um, a screed coming up later actually a letter from a soldier who's in the middle east right now talking about why is nobody doing anything about this it's just luck that none of us have died yet which is exactly what the wall street journal said yesterday they're trying as hard as they can to kill a bunch of our troops multiple times a day and they just so far haven't been successful but they're going to be successful at some point
3: yeah i have uh, i have comments don't you have to deter that Yes, yes, you do, but... It uh, reminds me of, like, uh, uh, so uh,
0: Al-Qaeda attempted to blow up the World Trade Center in 92 or 93 or whatever. Killed six people. Didn't really work. So yeah, we didn't pay attention. Blow up the, a big giant hole in the USS Cole there in the in the Middle East. And we, you, know, right. yeah, you, know, you killed some sailors, but we didn't. And then eventually they get off the big attack. They're trying as hard as they can. They've declared war on you. They're trying to kill you. And you just ignore their smaller attacks or unsuccessful ones.
3: Yeah, well, you've baited me into commenting. I was trying to be disciplined and break on time, but now it's impossible and you're to blame. You're like Gandhi I with really your character am. flaws. I am. Yeah. <laughs> there were a statue of me that I had to take it down a long time ago. I, I'd be first in line to tear it down. Anyway, uh, yeah, Iran is desperate, desperate, desperate to prevent any sort of reproachment between Israel and the Sunni states. It's their apocalypse. They hate it. They are trying to provoke a Jews and Americans versus all of us righteous Arab folks. We're all in this together, right? And we are the big brother. The little brother's poking us and poking us and trying to get us to react. And we're saying, no, we're not getting drawn into that. Forget it. No. We're going to lob some missiles at you if you keep it up, but no, we're not going to swing. We're not going to take a serious punch at you.
0: Boy, I think poking you and poking you is not accurate. It's Your little brother is like swinging a hammer at your head and just happens to miss. I mean, that's different
3: than poking you. I'm talking geopolitically. I'm not minimizing the injuries to our troops in any way. Not, not even it's, close to it.
0: At some point, it's going to be hugely successful. They're trying every day. It's just luck that they haven't. You see my point, though. I do see your point, but it would make more sense to me if they were, like, hitting close to our bases or something, not actually trying to kill our troops. So what do you suggest, then? I don't know. You have to make them scared to death. Blast the bejesus out of them? I don't know. I don't think you have any choice.
3: Well, yeah, I hear you. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying that's what
0: they want. I think you're right, and I think you got to punch them so hard in the nose that they don't do it anymore. I don't know if you have any choice. At some point, they're going to hit one of those barracks and kill, like, 80 guys.
3: So abandon the whole. We can keep it cool in the Middle East and 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 bring peace and just say screw it. You punch us, we're going to punch you harder. I get
0: it. I don't know if there's any choice, but uh, and it's going to play out in front of us like today or next week or sometime. How does mailbag look? It's a work in progress. Rome wasn't built <laughs> in a day, <laughs> right? Text line four one five two nine five KFTC.
4: Armstrong and Getty.
0: humans may become immortal this century
3: stay tuned my greatest fear will be the last person to die i'll croak and they'll announce good news everybody
0: <laughs> i feel like if you could live forever there'd be m- more pressure to be extra careful
3: oh my gosh safetyism would become oh, yeah crazy yeah oh god forbid Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day from Patrick Henry. Haven't gone to Patrick for a long time. This is the full quote. You know part of it.
0: So I, I always get give me liberty or give me death mixed up with I regret that I have but one life to live. This is the give me liberty guy?
3: Yes. Okay. Indeed. Is life so dear or peace so sweet as to be purchased at the price of chains and slavery? Forbid it, almighty God. I know not what course others may take, but as for me give me liberty, or give me death. Pat freaking Henry if you need him. Booyah!
0: But you can't put up a statue because he
3: probably has character flaws. Right. Mailbag. He's a known cat kicker. You can drop us a note, won't you? Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Speaking of cats. Chewed with his mouth open. Tam writes, bless your heart for your comments about cats, Michelangelo. I listen daily and I cringe every time Joe and Jack make fun of cats. I turn the radio off. If only they could experience the comfort and happiness cats give. Rush Limbaugh eventually learned and adored his cats. Anyway, I appreciate your many... uh, Thank you, she says. Uh, I had a cat for a long time. I liked Tigger. Tigger was a great cat. I'm not that big a fan of cats. To each their own. Viva la difference. Moving along. Aaron writes, What if the woke became Muslim converts? I was jarred awake, 2 a.m., with this terrifying thought. I mean, they don't have a religion other than wokeness, and it's obvious how they attempt to fill that void with things like radical gender and queer theory, critical race theory, identity obsession. They're already dressing like Muslims in order to stand in solidarity as they LARP, live-action role-play. Happy end times, fellas.
0: (laughs) Happy end times. Well, that's a good sign-off. Yeah, maybe I'll have a got, cake made. Got some more examples of just nut jobs on college campuses.
3: I mean, people that are crazy. S-Dog writes, wanted to pass my truth and lived experience to you. <laughs> well played. Recently, I was on a work trip alone. I'm a Gen Xer, happily married children with children. I rarely venture where younger single people are, but during this trip, I took my dinner at a nearby pub. I was flanked by younger single patrons, male and female uh one young man was born approximately 1990 judging by his comments the woman was born in 95 at one point the woman brought up israel and loudly proclaimed she sided with palestine and hamas because she is quote always on the side of the oppressed uncomfortably i sat there waiting thankfully she left shortly thereafter the man looked at me after she left and said it's always these young white women with that attitude and you wouldn't have been able to have a sensible conversation if you tried I was dumbfounded. It's like everything you guys discuss on the show hitting me in the face. Wow. What I found most interesting is that I determined that she was born around 95, the exact year Height and Lukianov stated was the first year for the birth of the safety generation in their landmark book, The Coddling of the American Mind. They say what year is that? 95. Okay. Anyway, 0 oh 2. Thanks for the note, S-Dog. That's good stuff. Uh, John, with a note about vasectomies. He said it went fine. Jack, go for it. The only problem was the need for my wife to be involved in the are you both in agreement discussions. WTF, my body, my choice. Mm-hmm. just seemed really odd given the context of the abortion argument. Right. That's especially in California. Really? Wow. i got to get my wife's permission. They're my <laughs> nerds.
0: <laughs> More on the way. If you miss a segment, get the podcast Armstrong and Getty on demand.
4: Armstrong and Getty.
5: And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: That's right. New polling shows that Trump leads Biden in nearly uh, every key battleground state. Yep, it's not a good sign when Biden's advisors are like, uh, good news, sir, though, you're leading in Guam. That wasn't a good joke. That was a terrible joke. Do you have a better joke? I can't, I can't go Michael. on with that joke in my mouth. That's a oh. bad taste in my mouth. I need a mint. A lot of these are just truthful. Here's another one. Meanwhile, the big news is that according to a new poll, former President Trump is leading President Biden in five swing states. There's a lot of people talking here. Take a look at this whole thing. When asked who should be president in 2024, 15% said Donald Trump. 10% said Joe Biden. 74% said, no, we are absolutely not doing this. Absolutely not. I think it's interesting yeah. that the person currently leading nationally, when you mention that, there's groans in the audience. So just give you an idea of what you get out of the entertainment world. Well, that Guam
3: punchline was terrible. Just terrible.
0: Now you see, if you had the whole, if the entire United States was the audience, and you mentioned that, you would mostly hear cheers. I mean, that's that's what the poll means by definition. Sure, by definition, right. But if you right. say it in front of that audience, it's all oh, oh, horrible.
3: You know, and nobody good. would have the guts to clap because they they think the terrible things about you. Right, right. Yeah, what an odd odd politics we have these days. So speaking of polling, the New York Times with a follow up on their giant blockbuster poll everybody's talking about yesterday. And the headline is voters are dreading a Trump-Biden rematch. Enter JFK Jr. No. Yeah, I know. Uh, They mentioned that uh, both Trump and Biden have favorables in the 30s. Oh, yeah. It's astounding. One-fifth of voters don't like either of them, but it's just a fifth. You remember how many times we heard... Uh, 78% of Americans don't want a Trump-Biden rematch. It was higher than that. It was only 5% of Americans wanted a Trump-Biden rematch. Well, right, but again, you know, it's like, uh, who, uh, I didn't particularly want a Mitt Romney-Barack Obama right. matchup, because sure. I was, you know, in favor of Romney. Anyway, um, they kind of flipped the coin over and asked it in a different way, and only one-fifth of voters don't like either one of them. And enthusiasm about the coming election is down, but here's where it gets really weird. So when people say,
0: oh, Trump, Biden again, they're saying it because they can't stand the idea of Biden running again or the idea of Trump running again.
3: Right. Okay. Right. Uh, I'm in that one fifth of voters who would like to just clean house and see to see who else might step up. Oh, I happened to. I was getting coffee in the the, uh, the kitchen and I saw Glenn Youngkin doing a an event slash interview with uh, Fox and Fiends, I believe. Um, he is a sharp politician.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Glenn Youngkin of Virginia, really sharp. Anyway, uh, so here's where the poll really gets weird. Um, when asked about the likeliest 2024 matchup, Biden versus Trump, only 2% of those polls said they would support another candidate. Only 2%. But then, when Kennedy's name was included as an option, about 25% said they would choose him. So what the hell's going on there? They'd never heard of him or were unaware? or You know, I was just thinking that story I've
0: got coming up of uh, humans could be immortal by the end of the century. The only thing that's going to end the Trump-Biden rematches is, is actuary tables. Oh, my gosh, you're right. Um, otherwise, if they could be immortal, it might be Trump-Biden running against each other f- for the rest of eternity.
3: <laughs> well, somebody's got to win and would turn out. But, uh, yeah, well, you could have Trump run 50 times unsuccessfully. Every single time he gets 37% of the Republican primary vote, which beats you know Justin Timberlake's grandson Justin the fourth or whatever, you know in <laughs> 75 years from now. Uh, yeah, good Lord. <laughs> Uh, So anyway, they say, yeah, that number, that almost 25% surely inflates the support of Mr. Kennedy, the political scion and vaccine skeptic, blah, blah, blah. Because two thirds of those who said they would back him had said earlier in the poll that they would definitely or probably vote for one of the two front runners. So I don't know what to make of all this stuff.
0: I think here's some of the numbers behind the numbers as people dug into it through the day uh, with Trump leading in five of the six swing states pretty solidly. So they looked at a couple of states where uh, the Hispanic vote is heavy, and Biden and Trump are basically tied. It's 41-40. They're basically tied. Those same voters, Biden won 60-36 in 2020. Wow. So it's now tied, and he won 60-36. to That is a stomping. Yes. Yeah, and an enormous transition, obviously. And similar with uh, young people... 18 to 29, um, almost exactly the same situation where it's basically tied now, and he won by 30 points. Biden won by 30 points last time around. That's an amazing drop-off.
3: Yeah, yeah. I think it's, the reasons are, well, there are multiple reasons. Number one, he's old and senile. Uh, Number two, the Israel-Hamas thing, which so many of the young woke have just seriously flaked away and. Just general disappointment with him. Yeah, he's, he's, he's gone. He's done.
0: So who came up with this idea that humans will become immortal by the end of the century? Well, AI said that. So they asked Google's bard uh, if humans could ever become immortal. The answer is pretty interesting, actually. Instead of giving a vague answer like most AI-powered tech does, it says here, whoever's writing this, the tech person. I didn't know that. I've I really need to get into some of this chat stuff. I mean, it's clearly going to take over the world, and I should be involved in it. But anyway, um, the uh, Bard, Google's Bard, claimed that not only could humans become immortal, but that they could do it by the end of the century. And then it went on to say, I think it's possible that humans will become immortal this century, but I don't believe it's certain. There are a number of factors that could affect the likelihood, including the availability of funding and research, public acceptance of immortality, and the ethical implications of immortality. Um. What do, you, what do you think about the public acceptance of immortality? Would, would, would most people be on board with that? I'm not sure I would. I'd have to think it over. And then the ethical implications. I don't know. I guess that'd be the whole too many people, global warming, something or other. Mm-hmm. Is that what that would be? Not enough resources? I don't know.
3: Probably something like that. Something tiresome like that, yeah. Well, the, the reproductive, a reproductive rate would go to near zero. I would think so. I would just think instinctively, like we were talking about yesterday. Sperm counts have dropped precipitously. I guess this was the one more thing podcast, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Armstrong and Getty, one more thing, definitely worth a download. In which I Subscribe.
0: brought, up, I brought up the idea of getting a, um, a vasectomy.
3: Yes, yes, and um, it was an unusually uh, reproductive fluid heavy discussion. But having said that, sperm rates or sperm counts and and motility and and just every measure of how reproductively potent guys are has dropped a lot. Then they don't know why. Yeah, there are a variety of theories, but no, they're not certain. Um, And Jack brought up the fact that, well, so many people in the developed world aren't reproducing, so it's not really that crazy that, there would be a physical manifestation of the fact that their brains are saying don't reproduce. No,
0: the strongest makes perfect sense. Strongest urge all animals have is to reproduce, and since that has gone away with humans, then of course your sperm count would drop. It almost seems like it would naturally; it would be right, which is amazing and kind of awe-inspiring in a way that uh-huh. your body says, "Okay, yeah, all right, we'll shift our resources over here." Huh? So well, maybe this is the next thing science unlocks the whole because I've never understood why they it's at some point won't figure out why cells have to age. Cells, re- you know, re- replicate themselves. You get new cells all the time. Every couple of years, your entire body is new cells. Mm-hmm. Um, why do they have to age? Yeah. Yeah. Although I don't know how that would work in terms of what point they stop aging. Can you choose age two or age 28 or age 65 for the cells to stop aging? Uh, if, if, if they invent this technology, I'm going to wish you had to
3: come up with this when I was 25. Oh, yeah. Oh, I got to live my life feeling like I feel right now for a thousand years. Right. Please. I'm out. Huh. Uh, oh, speaking of which, um, what was I going to say? Flit it out of my head, because I'm old and, and haven't you know been replenished with the blood of the young. Uh, oh, I'm mostly familiar with the uh, the legend of uh, Shangri-La, the utopia. Was it Kipling who wrote about Zat, the one where the devil plays the golden phila, fiddle? No, that's a different story. Um, <laughs> I, I'm mostly familiar with it through the Rush song Xanadu. But whoever wrote that classic of literature, um, and somebody out there knows what it is, uh, the guy ends up completely insane. He gets immortality, and and the human soul can't take that. We're not designed for it. Yeah. And I would think if if one of your great author thinkers. A couple hundred years ago, it's like, no, that would make people insane. Yeah. He's probably right.
0: These are very heavy thoughts, obviously. But when uh, Christopher Hitchens was dying from uh, cancer, he wrote his book Immortality, I think is the name of it. Anyway, he talked about the only thing that makes life worth living is knowing it's going to end soon. That's the only thing that gives you, you know, gives the special meaning to everything. Yeah. If, if you're going to live forever, it would just all be eh, whatever. I'll do that later or sure. I'll do that again. I'll do that many more times again. Right.
3: Think about any experience you have that's worth having. If it was going to last a thousand years, the experience of it would be like, meh. Right. I don't even know why I'd get out of bed. Right. <laughs> I'll, right.
0: Cl- I'll climb uh, Mount Everest, I don't know, in 15 years.
3: So, speaking of chatbots, here's something to Google What is the worst uh, artificial intelligence system? The analysis by the New York Times said ChatGPT makes things up about three percent of the time. It's only, those hallucinations.
0: Only three? That's better than most people I know.
3: Google's Bard, which you just quoted, twenty-seven percent. Wow. Yeah,
0: quarters too much. More than a quarter of the time, it makes. S-Up? A third makes you an average politician. A quarter, you're getting into Joe Biden territory.
3: The Amtrak! Joey, baby! Joey, baby! Huh? An aunt came up to me. as I walked in. He said, Joey! And he grabbed my cheek. He said, Joey, baby! I said, all this time Because that's published in the newspaper. Yeah, that's
0: not an old yeah, uh, clip. It is published in the newspaper. He told that story again yesterday. Isn't that amazing? The Amtrak story. Again. Uh, we've got uh, Katie Green, the news machine, with all her headlines and a bunch of other stuff on the way. Stay here.
5: And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: We've got more audio some of these nut job college kids. I mean, nuts! With their not only support for Hamas, but just like their screeching, wide-eyed, enthusiastic support.
3: It's so cult-like. I'm not trying to be clever or insult them. It's exactly like cultists I've run into.
0: It's weird, and these professors who've been caught all around the country tearing down the posters of kidnapped children... What makes you do that? You can think all day long that Israel shouldn't have that land and the Palestinians had it first. Whatever you believe, wherever you want to stop history. But how do you think there shouldn't be missing posters of abducted children? That makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah, They're uh,
3: extremists. we yeah, got more on that coming up later. We've allowed our young people to be indoctrinated into a hatred of our own country and our people. Indeed, Western civilization. Whoops. All right, let's figure out who's reporting what. It's the lead story. Katie Green. Katie.
4: Thank you, guys. From the New York Times, Netanyahu says Israel could hold security role in Gaza after the war.
0: Yeah, I watched that interview on ABC News last night, and um, that was probably the most interesting thing he said, although I think everybody was assuming that somebody's got to run the place. Sure, yeah. USA
4: Today. Israel
0: open to little pauses for Gaza
4: aid, but no ceasefire. Of course not. That would be idiotic. That would be
0: surrender. As Hillary Clinton said, for instance.
4: Fox News. Elderly Jewish man dies after oh. confrontation with pro-Palestinian protester at California rally.
0: I saw that. Some young people sucker-punching from
3: behind an old guy and killing him. Seventy, Almost 70-year-old 70 Jewish man. Here's your headline on uh, ABC 7 in L.A. Jewish man dies after confrontation with pro-Palestinian protesters in Thousand Oaks. And they go paragraph after paragraph before they say... The nature of the altercation remains under investigation, but some reports indicate that before he fell, Mr. Kessler was struck in the head with a megaphone by an individual with the pro-Palestinian event. So he was beaten down and died.
4: Say that in the headline. From MSNBC, Trump's revenge-driven campaign has far too many fans. Saying he's ready to use the Justice Department as a weapon yeah. against former allies and his supporters are too
0: uncomfortable with it. All right. I don't know if he'd do anything in a second term, actually. I think he wants to be a two-term president, but I don't know if, he, if there's anything he wants to do once he gets elected.
3: I can't even imagine what it would look like. I can't if, either. And I ought to I have get no idea. started because it's fairly likely. <laughs>
4: <laughs> From the Washington Times. Democrats in panic mode over Biden hemorrhaging support, trailing Trump in battleground states.
3: Yeah, I don't know why you'd panic. You just, it's clear what needs to happen. You need a different candidate, period. Did
0: you see Fetterman say, Gavin, why doesn't Gavin Newsom just have the guts to come out and say he's running? Oh, we have that clip, I think. Isn't that something? Yeah, yeah. From the Wall Street
4: Journal, WeWork files for bankruptcy. I don't know if you guys saw this story. This is oh, yeah. a flexible work company that got really big during the pandemic. They were once valued at $47
3: billion. And it's now $47 million, I think, isn't it? It's one one-thousandth of what it was. Right. I, I tell you what we're going to do. We're going to invest everything in the fact that people will always go to the office. Nothing will ever interrupt the great American tradition of people going into their offices. Whoops.
4: From the New York Post, Harry, Megan, branded as eco hypocrites after taking Oil Air's private jet to Katy Perry gig. Harry,
0: Megan? How Harry is Megan? <laughs> Get it. Look into a little uh, electrolysis there, darling. And finally, the Babylon Bee.
4: Rashida Talib says Heil Hitler was just an aspirational call for freedom.
0: <laughs> That's a good one. Wow! You know we we underplayed or didn't play the whole thing or whatever of her screed um, uh, from a week or so ago. She is unhinged. Yes, I don't think I realized that. I'm I, I just uh, assume most people they have different political views than me, and I don't know how you come to them, but I don't think they're crazy. She's crazy. She's actually a crazy person. She was on the steps of the Capitol weeping about that hospital being attacked by Israel, which didn't happen. And all the facts are out and have been for a while. And she's still crying, babies dying in Israel. Well, I think that
3: tweet is still up that yeah. Israel slaughtered 500 in this hospital attack. Is yeah. she
0: that level of a cynical nut or is she or a
3: cynical person or is she just that crazy? Well, I've been trying to tell you. She is an America hating Palestinian American, Palestinian first. She's a, a a Muslim who I'm sure would like to see the United States fundamentally changed. I never engage in a hyperbole. Right? It's against my my code of conduct. <laughs> So when I've been saying these things, I've meant it. It's against your code of conduct. She is cuckoo nuts. Yeah, so she was
0: tears streaming down her face. Babies are dying, Israel attacking. I was like, you either know that's not true and this is an act, or the fact that you don't know that this isn't true is weird. You're a congressperson with access to all the information in the world is are you so siloed as a member of the U.S. House of Representatives that you don't get any mainstream news? Like, are you only on Middle Eastern Al Jazeera stuff? Or I mean, that's just so weird.
3: Imagine a country so mentally ill. I'm looking at you, Germany, France, Italy, United States, that you'd import millions of people who hate you and your way of life and your culture and your your mores and your constitution And your religion. What country would ever do that? A guy we have
0: on a lot, Ian Bremmer, was on Bill Maher's show Friday night on HBO. I don't know if you saw it, but he was doing a a little screed about that whole story and how misinformation is at a level they've never seen before in warfare and we're entering a new era. And that is clearly all true. But that particular story doesn't seem like a good example of it to me. The enemy, the people that slaughtered babies, put out a statement. And then the New York Times printed it as a headline. Yeah. That's not like clever. That's not like a deep fake or bots getting into your social media feed and people. That was so true. Hitler told the New York Times, uh, it's, it's their fault, not ours. And then the New York Times printed it. That's not complicated misinformation of a new era. I
3: don't know what it is, but. All those Jewish people committed suicide, claims Adolf Hitler, right. Chancellor of Germany.
0: Right, so I I don't know. There is misinformation, we're in a different era in social media, but that's not an example of it.
3: Spicy times.
0: God, I'd say. Holy crap, if you miss a segment of the show, get the podcast. Armstrong and Getty on demand.
4: Armstrong and Getty.